Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy Gapiers. Oh, brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Episode. This is Q here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Final Cast on the Paddle and Fin Network with your hosts, Matt and Brad. Brad, Raising welcome the roof. back. Raising the roof. Kind of. Woot. Raising <laughs> the roof. So, Brad, you weren't with us last week, but you missed a fantastic show with nico bates everyone if you haven't listened to it go back a week before you listen to this show give it a listen it's a long one but i promise there's info in there that you will want to know um but yeah man how was your week off how how are you doing well i'm kind of scarred man i'm not gonna lie a little bit scarred scarred for life i can i can definitely imagine why i i'm privy to this but you know let's let's tell all the great viewers at home uh, some of the stuff that we experienced this last week of having a couple days off and fishing. All right. So we hit a new, ri- well, not a new river. We hit a new stretch of a river that we hardly ever fish. And, uh, the fishing sucked. We, we, oh. 
we fished that whole we fished a three mile stretch it's a fast flowing river we've done it in three hours and it was like it was crazy the water was flowing really fast and it yeah, was really muddy I, mean, I didn't even get a whiff of a bite like anywhere me, me either like it was it was dumb which sucks because i kind of i hyped brad up a little bit for this stretch because i stopped right above i bank fish right above where we put in and i caught like a 17 inch smallie and some riffles and i was like dude there might be some good smallmouth in here. Yeah, there wasn't. There was there was nothing. There was well, I'm something. Sure, I'm sure there's good smallmouth in that stretch. It's just the mud and then the cold snap. It was 30 degrees hotter the day before that. True. Yeah. So. And we kind of we kind of figured it would be because we went in five or six different spots that day and didn't catch nothing. Yeah. So but something did happen on that stretch that was uh out of left field you could say very unexpected <laughs> yeah uh so we were floating by right down the river and you know i'm just sitting here paddling because i told matt i was like dude i don't even i'm not even gonna fish this let's just paddle the rest of it out and get out and go hit the gmr and then uh we we're probably about a half mile up from our takeout and i'm sitting there taking in the scenery i look over and there's i, I get a glimpse of red and <laughs> There's there's two old dudes, <laughs> Matt's just laughing. There's two old dudes in the in the woods on the bank, like they they were in the woods. They weren't mm-hmm. on the bank, but yeah. One guy was completely bent over, pants pulled down. The other guy was behind them, standing up, pants pulled down. And I just like looked over. I was like, "Holy crap! Did I just see that?" I just I kept paddling, and then as I got a little further by. I pointed over at Matt because he was a little bit of ways behind me. I was pointing over. He's like, I don't see anything. I'm just like, yeah. How'd you not say, see I, that? I didn't see anything, but how I like to describe it to everyone who we've told the story is like, yeah, I didn't see anything, but it sounded like if you're a hunter, you'll know what this sounds like. You just double lunged a deer. It ran 50 yards and then it crashed in the woods. How much noise that makes. I was like, that's all I heard. And I heard them breaking, like I heard something breaking. I was like, I, at first I was like, oh, he just spooked like a massive deer. Because Brad knows I hunt. He sends mm-hmm. me TikToks and pictures of deer. Like he sent me an elk video, which is amazing. I'm going to put that on my Instagram. Um, but I was like, oh, he saw it. And then I get up to him and I was like, dude, what? He's like, you didn't see that? I was like, no, what? I didn't see. What are you talking about? He's like, there's two guys like going at it. And I was like, yeah. what? Wait, what? And it like. Well- we we said some other words, but yeah, I, I was about to say, but I can't I can't say what I said. <laughs> yeah, oh, BFing, they were best friending. Uh, <laughs> I dude, oh, like yeah. I kind of felt nauseous after. I'm not I'm not even lying. Like it was weird. But little do we know, we talked to a, another buddy of ours, and he tells us the park we were pulling out of is known as Pickle Park. Like that's yeah. a that's a regular thing that happens there. And you know what else is funny? I got to work. I told my boss and the guy I work with, and he was like, I could have told you that Huffman like got busted for a bunch of that kind of stuff a few years ago. I'm like, I, I did not I, know this. I, like, dude, that, that's ruined the memory of Huffman for me because that's where my dad took me to fish when I was like a kid. Like now all I'm going to think of is like, yeah, my dad's <laughs> helped me like unrig a bluegill and 200 yards behind me in the woods. There's just two guys going to town on each other. That's my childhood memory now. So it's just did, ruined. Did your dad ever disappear for like 20 minutes while you were fishing? No. And as someone who knows my dad, you know, you should probably never make that joke in front of him. 
um, because he's in his sixties and he'll, he'll rip your face off. So, uh, uh, yeah, big old bad Marine me. I'm scared of my dad still to this day. And I'm over him about by like, what, five, six inches. Yeah. And bigger yeah. than him by a lot. Yeah. He, he, he do some weird stuff. I've seen him fight once and the dude he fought after like two hits looked like he was going to, like he was scared. He was just terrified. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, no, my dad never disappeared. He uh, was helping me get hooks out of my fingers with bluegill because I kept hooking myself because I'm an idiot. So <laughs> yeah. So that was an eventful stretch. And then we hit the main river. We hit a few spots and then we hit a Creek and we didn't catch anything from like 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Dude, it was it was that the first day. It was the first day I've been skunked since like February. Me too. And it sucked. And that's when Brad's on this been on this tirade for everyone out there. Uh he's he's butt hurt because he's not catching big fish. Like he's catching don't a ton even of small use butt, don't use butt hurt in this episode. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's upset he hasn't been catching big fish, big smallies. He's been we've been catching a lot of dinks. And uh we were walking back to the truck after that day, Friday or Thursday night, hitting this little Creek, which I, I, there's, I mean, I understand it was super low. I mean, there was, it probably was down what you said, four or five feet at least. Yeah, it was really um, low. There was still some holes though. I kind of thought fish would be in. We saw a bunch of carp and weird fish and we saw some largemouth, like little ones, but, yeah. um, and going back and I was like, see, you always complain about not catching big fish, but then you have days like this where you catch nothing. And it's way worse. And it yep. just is. It sucks. It is so, worse, but yeah. It's whatever. At least yeah. it doesn't happen often. So true. And that was that was the first day of the back to back fish and floats. Friday, on the other hand, amazing was a whole different ball game. I mean, we went on it took us eleven mi- hours to go what a four four mile float. Yep. Four mile float. And uh, I don't I mean, know how many was, fish we caught, but it was crazy. I I know. I mean, I know when I stopped counting, I was at like 24 or 25. You were right there with That's me. Crazy, James, dude. James caught more than we did because he took his time. and was picking like 30 fish off the same spot every 20 feet. Yeah. So, I mean, we caught we caught close to between, like I said, between 65 and 70 Um <laughs> or 65 and 90 fish. Cause James was in the thirties. We were That's both crazy, in the upper twenties. So yeah, I mean, it was a great day. It's like, it was a complete shift from the day before day before fish weren't wanting to bite. Uh, a couple of our buddies went out and did some floats and they all said, you know, it was a hard bite day. They got one fish, two fish here, there. And then we go out on Friday and it's to the point to the last hour of it. We were all like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Like I, we I were, had a headache. I must say, I had a splitting headache. I felt lightheaded. James, when I left him after dropping him off his truck, he was sitting on the picnic table with his head in his hands. So his head hurt so bad. Jeez. I mean, dude, it was it was rough, but it was a great day. I mean, we caught a ton of fish, a ton of fish. It was fun. Um, yeah, I kind of ended up with a 19 and 18 that day, too. Mm-hmm. I say you had a 19 and 18. I had a 16 and a half, 16 and a 15 and a half. I thought um, you had a couple then, 17s. I may have. It's the joy of cameras. Yeah, pretty. I'm pretty sure you got a 17 and a half and a 17, and then like a 16 or something like that. Okay, I I'm I'm starting to slowly but surely hate phones. Today's been the day for me to hate them. 
Yeah, but, I got a 17 and a half, a 17, a 16 and a half, and a 16. Like, I had a, I mean, I had day. a, like, a, it's just a good day. Like, that would put you in the top 10 of most river tournaments. Oh, yeah. Easy. For so, sure. I mean, even even the top five, especially, you know. Yeah, so it was it was dope, to say the least. So Heck yeah. And then Saturday, I went out there on Sunday, too. Uh, Saturday was slower. It was so windy. I was frustrated. I did a flood. I got that text. Yeah, I got that text. The, yeah. the text was, I'm so sick of this wind. That's all the text was. <laughs> and then I, and then I said, if I don't get a pedal drive next year, I'm I, I, I'm quitting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm quitting. Yeah. I'm quitting kayak fishing. <laughs> it was so stupid, oh. man. Dude, it like, was rough. With, uh, my buddy Will, he he's in a Hobie Outback. He had no issues all day. He was picking fish off one after another. I'm like, I can't, I can't work my jerk bait. I can't work a Ned rig. I have to power fish, dude. So I, he was catching them all on the jerk bait. I'm like. I caught one on the jerk bait because I was standing on the bank, got out of the kayak. Yeah. And then uh Yeah, that's yeah, that's oh, the the drawback with like like the shoaly in and of itself. Like this is the only drawback I've seen just from I mean, we pretty much fish together at least once a week. And I'm always in the P one twenty seven, you're always in the shoaly. There there's times, yeah, in current you're holding pretty good. And obviously your boat's a lot lighter to get down to the water and everything, but for 90% of the stretches, as long as it's a foot and a half or deeper, I can use the pedals the whole time and I can hold wherever I want. Yeah. Like the Sholey's awesome for shallow fishing and, and, and current with no wind, it'll, it'll hold its spot. It won't really move a whole lot. But when you get wind, man, it, it just, if you don't have a pedal kayak or a kayak with a motor on it, you're at the mercy of nature. Yeah. And it sucks. Like I didn't have the pedal kayak Thursday when we got out of the mad. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't want to, take the i don't know what this river's like it's probably shallow the whole way which it wasn't i could have had the pedal kayak and i probably could have caught some fish um pretty deep actually yeah it was like what average i I think the average that you were four to six feet four to six feet was average so they're definitely they've got to be in there um but we went to another spot where we i know there's fish under all those pylons and i just couldn't in the ss 107 i had a i paddled to the bank and fished the bank just because i couldn't you know it was Every time I cast, I'd get pushed back 15 feet. I mean, we had gusts of 30 miles an hour. It was rough. So, yeah. Yep. So that was our weekend shenanigans, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> also, the top water bite is back on, which is all that matters. It is. I went today and I caught a few on top water. Yep. Yep. I know. I was talking. I ran into old uh, Dole over at uh, Field and Stream today. And, oh, did uh, you? Yeah, we were talking about the Stacy's demise, my wife, because we were I was getting ready to leave. And then he came up to me. He's like, he, I was wearing my cheek and bronze cult shirt. And he said, man, that, that sweatshirt sucks. And I didn't know who it was. So I was about to turn around and be like, hey, shut up. And it was him. And I was like, oh, so to Stacy's <laughs> demise, I talked with him for like another 25 minutes just talking about random stuff. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, yeah, he's I mean, he just busted a 21, 21 incher on a Rico popper. Yeah, third it's, one. I mean, it's, I'm so pumped. I can't wait. I'm throwing it Thursday when I go out. I'm excited. Heck yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we need to just get into it because we're kind of behind now. But it's good. Yeah, um, a little bit. We got the new Dark Horse Tackle uh, Weekend Warrior Box, which we've already talked about two products because we got the Dabble Pack a couple weeks ago. Uh, yep. We talked about the Helgramites, Jolly Bates Helgramites, and the Deeks uh, Shaky Heads. So we're going to share the other three things that came in the Weekend Warrior Box. 
these two, the Huggermites and the Deets. Yep. So I want to talk about this first because it's the Dark Corners uh, Sonic side crankbait. We both got one. Comes in the crappie pattern. This, all right. So Dark Corner, this dude may, uh, paints some amazing baits. And if you go on YouTube and look at this, this freaking looks like a crappie. Oh, yeah. legit. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So you got the crappie pattern. We're getting a little sticky hooks, too. And then I've got the striper pattern, which, yeah, that's I mean, cool. That just looks so good. And it's, I mean, it's supposed to mimic a striper, obviously, but this looks like any bait fish I've seen so far. Like, yeah. this is just going to catch fish. And you're right. All the hooks you use are high quality, they're all sticky. Um, wonder what hooks they are. I've talked to him. So he was, I've talked about dark corner a couple times because he makes all my big swim baits, everything I have custom painted. He typically does. Um, and he told me what it is. I can't remember what it was, but he's yeah. told me and there, there I, when he said it, I was like, Oh, thank God. I don't have to use any of my hooks. Oh, so. and for his sonic sides, he, Matt said he uses a uh, mega bass blanks. Yep. So a lot of his, he, I mean, he has blanks for everything, but mega bass blanks are all in there. And, and he's, I mean, he's a fantastic painter. The things are amazing. They're definitely worth their, their weight in gold. Yep. I probably won't throw the crappie one on the river just because I don't think we have that much crappie on a river, but it's whatever. I don't know, man. I was watching a video the other day. Dude pulled out 42 crappie up a uh, certain stretch that we did that was super shallow. And normally it's way up. And we were asking why it was way up and it sucked that day for us. Do you remember that? What I'm talking about? Yeah. Up north. Where we found some, uh, yep. Or some excrement next to your truck. Uh, dude, a video from like, <laughs> like two years ago, guy pulled out 43 crappie in a day right through there. Wow. That's crazy, man. Like, so there's, there's, I, uh, I've changed my colors. I'm going to start throwing. Also, apparently a bunch of people up North are catching a ton of perch. So that's interesting. I'm going to start throwing perch colors too. Yeah. Uh, Will was throwing a, uh, perch colored jerk on Sunday. There and you go. Hammering it. One after another, dude. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, dang. Yeah. It's awesome to see, but sucks when it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I caught some fish on the spinner bait, so I was happy. There you go. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is what you've already put it in the box. Like, it's already ready to go in your it's box. It's in my river box already. Yeah, and that is the Hoot Jig. Um what jig is this called? Hybrid. Little, hybrid jig. The hybrid jig. The little papers in the bag. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. It comes with a code. Um, it's cool. But the, it has a skirt in the hair. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so that's what, if I can get my stupid thing. Maybe it's already. Come on, light. Technical difficulties. Um, so it's got, it's got a regular skirt. It's almost like a finesse skirt. And then it's got, yep. I'm guessing it's marabou hair that comes off yes. the rear. So it's like that hybrid jig. And that skirt, I mean, it, it kicks up. It's it got that hybrid head to where it's flat on the bottom, but angled at the top so you can swim it if you want to. Yep. Or work would, the bottom with it. Like, this thing's sick. 
Would you put a trailer on that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I would. I might. I would put cut like a trailer TRD down. Or something. You said a TRD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. I would. I'd almost want to put a leech on it, um, the Nico leech, because it's that tail's got that a ton of action. Good. So you can basically work it like a Ned or a shaky head, and then if you want to change it up and you you start swimming it and it's two baits in one. You, you It's one rod that's covered. You know what I mean? That's a good so, idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got this out of my box and I immediately put it in my river box. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'll be throwing that. Yeah, this is, I agree. This is definitely going in the box. Uh, as everyone knows, cause I haven't shut up about it. Uh, I've been on a insane jig bite this year. Uh, 99% of my fish really have come on the jig the whole summer. I didn't pick up a net rig at all. It was all, Jig Masters finesse jigs, which is a big jig, and it, it is a big jig. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, though. And then the last thing we got in our box is the combat jigs. Uh, it's a force uh trailer or crawl style bait, whatever. It's actually kind of cool, like the shape of it. Yeah, so I'm guessing the blank is designed to wear because it has the swimming crawls in the front. Um, so they're not going to be like that big wide angle. They're more, they're going to have a ton of action. Um, and it's segmented. I don't know if everyone can see that, but it's segmented to where I feel like he did it this way. So you can cut sections off. Yep. I, I did that already. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes it easy. You're not having to like kind of guess and get an uneven cut. You literally just cut where it's at. Like for example, uh... this would work on a finesse jig. You should try to put it on that hoot jig what i'm doing i bet i bet it looked good but yeah i i really liked it this box was good like there's a bunch of nice stuff in it i really like these curls and i really like the hoot jig the best that's my yeah and the the big thing like we're so used to subscription boxes being like oh this box is good like like you just said like oh this one's finally a good box but everything dark horse i've ever got so far has always been a good box like i've never yeah. I've never been like, oh, well, I'm not going to use anything in this box. Like, there's always been almost everything that's in the box. I'm like, you know what, man? This is money. I'm going to use this, and it's going to get yeah. bit. Yeah, I was I was throwing uh, one of the Blue Rock uh, spinner baits this weekend, and it was getting bit. Yeah, I saw that. And the only thing I could think, if you put a jig on it, so it look, doesn't look bad at all. That huh. hair likes to stick up a little bit. Yeah. It once it gets wet, it'll go down. Yeah, it'll suck in. Um, but that actually looks pretty good. So if you look at it, it's actually oh yeah, it does look good right here. Yep. So there you go. Sweet. <laughs> Looking good. I'm about like it. it. But yeah, uh by the way, if you guys want to get a Dark Horse Tackle subscription, use Paddle20 at checkout to get 20% off your uh, month, first monthly subscription. So. Yep, and I'm pretty sure that works for any box. Um, like, I am I'm I get the weekend, uh, weekend Warrior box, and I get the Champ box, which we've gone over a couple times. But, you know, when you get the Champ box, you're getting, you know, hand-painted baits. From a bunch of different big companies, swim um, big swim baits, uh, balsa wood baits, um, ton of stuff, and that twenty percent you're saving money. But also with this box, like we said, you you'll never get a bad box. I've never got anything bad so far. Like everything I've enjoyed and I liked, and I would use 
Um, yep. There's no sample. I've used packs, a lot of like, mine already. Yeah, exactly. But like everything you get, like if you if you saw Jolly Bait Company, which is these Helger mites that we the uh, Dabble Pack got, if you saw this, you'd on from Mystery Tackle Box anybody else, you get two or three. It's a sample pack. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a whole pack of these things. What is it? Twelve in there? You're getting twelve. You're getting a dozen plastics in here, and you know it's it's awesome. Every plastic you get is like that, so it's it's dope. I'm a fan of them. Definitely check them out. Paddle 20, 20% off your first box. Yeah, buddy. Well, I'm excited for this episode. Let's just get into it, man. It's I'm down. It's my favorite. It's, it's my favorite technique. Yep. And it's a technique that's grown on me. I, I started using it just last year and it's, it's dude, it's fun. It's just it's just plain fun. That's all it is. It is. So we're gonna be talking about jerk baits today. We're gonna be talking about the must-have jerk baits you need to have in your tackle box this fall. So uh, I don't know if we're going to, it's going to be a long episode or not, but even if it's not, who cares? Yeah. I'm about to say it's, it's, it's a single technique and some, some baits. Um, so if it's long, awesome. If it's not, I think we'll get all the information we want to get out out there. So it's good to go. Yeah. So with that said, let's start off. I know which one you're going to mention first. So let's just start off there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, it's not a surprise to anybody what company I'm a little man whore for. Uh, no, man, I, in all seriousness, I, I will in my box and this is 98% jerk baits all in there. And they're all mega bass vision one tens. Um, it is the best jerk bait in my opinion for a couple reasons. So like for instance, Let's see. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna get Do they have two or in. three hooks on those? I can't remember. They have three on all of them. The juniors uh, and the one pluses and all of them. Gotcha. Um, so there's a Vision 110. It's iconic. People know the how it looks. The two big reasons I, I love these. So Mega Bass started with the weight transfer system yep. for casting. So you're getting that rattle while you're working it, but those ball bearings in there will transfer to the tail of the bait as you're casting. So you get longer casts. Yep. So, it's kind of cool with, too. Cause that channel, it's like, yep. And you can see it when you cast, like you'll see it rise up a little bit. Cause the weight's picking it up yep. and get you a, an extra couple yards, which sometimes is all that it takes to get in that hole or anything like that. Or um, in that tree. <laughs> yeah. That happens often, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, the the Mega Bass Vision One Ten because of the weight transfer is awesome for casting. Um, the profile is great because it's a bait fish profile. I mean, this is the standard Vision One Ten. I've caught fish as big as six inches on this, and I've caught fish as big as you know twenty plus and five plus pound fish on this. Um, when you're working this bait, when you pause it, it angles down, hmm. which is a big trigger for largemouth and smallmouth and other fish because it's angling down. It's in a defensive posture. So the fish, when they're following it and you pause it and it just kicks straight down, it suspends there. Whether you have a slow float, slow sink, a suspend, it'll sit there and it triggers that fish to hit, um, which is, I mean, it's just awesome. It's everything they've done. I, I will say this, this, so this jerk bait, I, me and my buddy fished last winter. I was using the mm -hmm. Lucky Craft. He was using the Vision 110. The Vision 110 floats. And water is under 40 degrees. The Lucky Craft does not. It sinks. Yes. And that's true. kind of annoying. Very true. Uh, it definitely can be. Um, 
especially in river settings. Like in, in lake setting, it's not a huge deal because like to get a Vision 110 that will sink in sub 40s, you have to get a certain Vision 110. Mm-hmm. So in winter, sometimes, especially for larger lake fishing, those fish are going to they're going to be down closer to the thermocline. So they'll be a little bit deeper. They're not going to be super shallow during the winter. Um, so it, it's six one way, half a dozen the other. Right. So for us in the river, having a floating jerk bait isn't a bad thing because those fish, even in the holes, will see it. Those holes are, you know, anywhere from six to ten feet deep. Mm-hmm. that bait, if it's at six feet and starts rising up, that fish is more likely to come up and hit it from their laziness. Just being in the winter, they're not moving a ton. Um, but in bigger lakes, if they're down by the thermocline, the thermocline's at 15 feet, that float could hurt you. That's why you get a, a one that's designed for a slow sink. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I, you, I had a slow sink and I used it last year. I think it was a Strike King. I can't remember. Maybe a Strike King 100. I can't remember. But I didn't like yeah. it. I ended up losing it, actually, because it just it sunk too quick when it was cold. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, with river fishing, like I said, I mean, it, if it if it sinks, that, that's a negative for us sometimes, right? So we're getting stuff hung up more often. Um, that's a big reason why. I mean, not. We're, I'm talking about the standard visions first, but when we get to the juniors, they don't go very deep. So I can run them over cover that I can see. So if a fish is sitting on that cover, they'll come up and smack it. So what, how deep does the, uh, one, one t- regular one tens go? The regular one ten will go three to six feet. Oh, what, what yeah, about so the it's not super deep juniors go one to four feet. I didn't know that. So a lot maybe I need a regular one. then. I was about to say, you can get a, well, so I have junior one pluses, which are uh, four to eight feet. So it's still that small bait, bait profile. Mm-hmm. I think I have it in there somewhere. Um, maybe I don't, I don't know. What's the length on the regular four and a half? Four and a half on the regular. And then you have the three inch on the junior. Oh, it's only three so. inches on the junior? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize yeah, so. that. Yep. I don't know if I want that then. Uh, I bet you do. Um, the junior has caught a ton of fish for me. It's fantastic. It's a nice small bait fish profile. Um, now, what I told you because we were texting about it because you can't find juniors anywhere near us in stores, but yeah. you can find the regular visions. Uh, I've had, like I said, I've had fish of all sizes smack this and they not care. Yeah. The only bad thing with a small fish hitting this bait is you're you're 98% sure of getting stuck because the hooks are sharper than crap. Um, like this is a uh, Vision 110 Tour Premium FX. So this is based right off of the Japanese design. It actually has a bill that moves. So when you cast, the huh. bill goes up. So there's no wind resistance. And then when you're working it, it comes down. That's cool. I didn't yep. know so that. So it's another just little innovation stuff in there. But these hooks, because it's based off the Japanese design, actually have reverse barbs. So a lot of times when a fish is hitting a small bait fish profile like that, they're going to smack it first. They're trying to stun it. So that's why if you're, if you're, you're working a jerk bait and you feel a big hit, but you don't feel anything there, let it sit there. Just dead stick it. Cause that fish has stunned your bait and then they'll come back and they'll inhale it and you'll get the fish. Um, but with the reverse barb, there's actually a video I have on Instagram from like two years ago. I was throwing it and I was doing like a, jerk bait tutorial or whatever because i don't know i was bored and i was throwing it right 
Yeah, it was for 153 because a lot of companies, like for instance, this came in a Dark Horse box. Um, this is a Vision 110 blank because they don't own the blanks anymore. So you can get a lot of these third-party companies create you some really dope colorways, um, which my light's too bright. Really good colorways and some foil action. Still has the weight transfer system um, for a lot cheaper. I mean, they're $24 a pop, so losing these suck. But you can get a hand-painted one for around 13 to 14 bucks, so save mm. you some money. Um, but in that video, you can see I'm working it, and I, I even say, Oh, he's playing with it. Hmm. And he hit it and he, I, I worked it and I dead sticked it. Oh, he playing, he smacked it one pop. And then I had a fish on just like that. And then the next one, I, I stopped the video and then I tied this one on. Cause I just got it. My, my wife actually got it for me for Christmas. Got three of them from tackle warehouse and they all have reverse har, uh, reverse barb hooks. So when that fish went and smacked it, he was already hooked on the stun. I had the fish. So it's cool. Um, it's great for getting fish. It sucks for getting stuck in your clothing. So it <laughs> <laughs> well, any treble hook bait is drives me nuts, mm-hmm. man. I got, uh, I got yeah. treble hooks stuck in my shirt. You got them stuck in your pants this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, not a, not a great time. Um, but yeah. And then you have, like I said, you have the junior, which is literally the vision One Ten. Um, let's see if I can turn the light off. Cause this is kind of a see-through one a little bit. You can yeah, that looks see. good. I can see it you can see those ball bearings moving in there. Yeah. So that's that weight transfer system. Um, same grade action from the uh, junior. It gives you that downward angle when it's, when you're working it, um, which really triggers those fish. So this is going to be my go-to for the river. I might throw a regular vision once we get a little colder, cause it's a little bit louder, mm-hmm. but that's going to be about it. So I need to get a junior and a regular. I would. Yes. That's, that's just my own opinion. Uh, and if you're going to get a color, I would definitely recommend. Um, it's the only thing I hate about these Plano boxes because everything gets stuck. Um, something with a black in it. So oh, yeah. it's fantastic because it outlines in the water really well. And then with any of these uh, chrome sides, it catches that light and glints while you're working it. They I don't know why. They just love it and they hammer it. Something to key in on maybe. But dude, they just smack it. Yeah, I need to get one. I've never actually. Well, I take it back. I, I used one at Del Hollow earlier this year when we met. you let me use one. I didn't have much luck on it. But. Yeah, Del Hollow this year was weird though. It was. It was weird. I mean, it was just weird. Like they shouldn't have been hitting jigs when it was that cold. But that's all they wanted, and that's all they bit. So whatever, screw it. I ain't complained. <laughs> uh, me either. Um, but yeah, uh, Vision One Ten. I've used other jerk baits. The jerk bait Brad's going to talk about. I'm about that one bait too. It's a fantastic jerk bait. I just, I just love the Vision 110. It's fantastic. Well, I already mentioned it. The uh, Lucky Craft Pointer uh, 100 SP. I've also used the 100 DD, which is the deeper dive. Um, mm-hmm. I, I use that more in the winter. Um, I've used the SP earlier in the year. Well, earlier in the fall. Like right now through November, you know, I'll be using that one. And then when it gets colder, use the DD. I caught like a 19 and three quarter on the DD last year in end of end of November. It was cold that day. Water temperature was like 45 degrees. And yeah, when they start getting a little bit deeper, that's when throwing the deep dives. Like for me, I throw the Mega Bass, uh, the Vision 110 uh, plus one, which is a deep diving version of the 110. Just goes a little bit deeper. Um and it's kind of that same concept. I'm probably still going to 
throw the junior regular junior for a while until they really start wanting to hunker down in those deeper holes. But yeah, just me. Yeah, I agree. Um, like I said, the luff, lucky craft, it doesn't float when you get under 40 degrees. Um, any, anything above 40, it does fine though. The, those crankbaits just look cool. Like they're nice and beefy. Like they're big on the head and then they slender down. Yep. Yeah. The lucky crafts are like a, uh, they're getting more expensive too, man. They are. And I was trying to see lucky craft in general. So I used to buy lucky craft crankbaits. I mean, I love, I love mega bass crankbaits. Um, but you know, they're 20 bucks a pop for crankbait. Right. So I don't buy a ton of those cause I don't throw yeah. cranks off a ton jerk baits. I'll buy all of them because I don't know. I just have a sick obsession with the vision 110, but I would buy Lucky Craft crankbaits because you get them for seven dollars pop. Uh, they are ten ninety nine now. Jeez, like yeah the uh, the Pointer SP was fifteen ninety nine when I looked today. Yeah, I about to say last year was what ten ninety nine. Uh, eleven, I think. Yeah, it was ten ninety nine or eleven ninety nine, but it's it's every they've all jumped all Lucky Craft stuff's jumped you know between three and five dollars, which sucks. Oh, dude, I can't, I can't go full screen on this. Um, so Lucky Craft on their website, I, I saw this earlier today or yesterday. I don't know when I was looking at some more jerk baits and, uh, they got like a really cool, they got a really cool chart here. So I got to pull it up and, uh, it shows shallow at the top and then on the bottom it says deep. And then on the left it says finesse, which is not spelled right. <laughs> and then strong <laughs> on the right. So if you want to go shallow, strong, it gives you all these options here. You got like the slender pointer and then uh prop jerk as a prop on the back. A Kelly J. The Sammy 115, that looks like a plug. That's not a jerk. It bait. is. Yeah, it's not a jerk bait. It is a top lock plug. And then if you go down and you see strong and deep, you got the pointer 158, 128, 100 DD, like I was talking about. Like, it, this is just a cool chart. So I encourage everybody to go to their website and check it out because you can kind of pick exactly what you want to fish and how you fish on your body of water. Yeah, it's – it's. I've seen – I've noticed a lot of JDM companies will do stuff like this on their website where they – really break down what their bait does like a lot of your american companies will be like like for instance strike king be like oh here's the 5xd yeah okay. that's it <laughs> what, what okay cool i'm brand new what's a 5xd do that a 7xd doesn't or an 8xd yeah. or 11 you know oh the bill's bigger it must mean it's deeper okay but you know it's or the silent why would i want to silent when you know this one has sound well well finesse to strong yeah well i thought this chart was cool because like i knew lucky craft had all these different jerk baits and i'm sitting here looking i'm like what's a stacy 90 what does that do compared to the pointer so and yeah. then i found this and i'm like oh there we go there you go so, also uh break from jerk baits because it's us i got my hands on a slobber knocker today did you yeah, oh, they, have snap. Them, they have them uh this it, it's 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 got a max in it does it smell weird? Uh, yeah, I didn't notice that. I wouldn't have opened it yet if I would have known. Oh, uh, I, I heard it still stays scented, though, if you put it in your tool, tackle box. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about that. It just smells now, and I'm going to have to smell it for the rest of the show. Uh, 
but yeah, I mean, so we'll do a review episode on that. Heck yeah. soon. Keep an eye out people. All right. So there's lucky craft. I know you probably used a few more. I've used a couple more. Um, I'll just, I'll just mention this one real quick. I, so I was using a Rapala X wrap today. The bill broke off. It was a newer, <laughs> like I caught maybe two or three fish on it and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I probably won't buy yeah, that I- one again. It's the same. I've used the 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 rip stops. Um, Those look cool, though. They look cool. They have great action. It's the same thing, though. Uh, everyone I've bought, I broke the bills on. Mm. They've never lasted very long. Um, which, to me, because it's not a cheap. It's nine ninety nine for a jerk bait. Yeah. I I should expect that to last. Like it's not. I know it's not mega bass quality, so it's not going to last forever. But. Well, I also I heard Mega Bass is kind of like finicky. Like theirs are too. They're a little fragile. So the hooks are fragile, um, which you noticed when I got that stuck in my pants on oh, yeah, Thursday. We, <laughs> we broke a treble off because um, the, they're super light wire hooks. So they're really designed like if they get hit and they get any meat, they'll go right in, um, which is great because your hookup ratio tends to be a little bit better. I've never had a Mega Bass bill break. I've never had a blank break. I know people who have. I watched one blank break. And he's like, oh, this thing's piece of crap broke. Well, he threw it at a bridge pylon at <laughs> Maka Jesus, and it just hit straight on, and the tail broke. Like, it snapped in half. He's like, it broke. It's a piece of crap. I was like, what? Dude, you just hit it going 60. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, like it's, I've it's, done that with like, so many crankbaits. So have I. And I've broken lips off because they've hit wrong or something. You know, I, I mean... Yeah. I, I loosened a jig hook because I smacked a thing so hard. Yeah. So that, that just happens. But just using the bait, it's never broken on fish catches. It's never broken, you know. When I get them hung up, I wish the treble would break like it did in my pants so I can get it back. Yeah. But it doesn't because, you know, <laughs> that'd be too easy. Um. But yeah. That uh that Rapala, though, like I didn't hit it on anything. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it was probably bouncing off rocks on the bottom, but that's it. I didn't hit it off of anything to make it break. It just fell off. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it shouldn't do that just from hitting it like once. Yeah. I just, eh. I, I, that's happened all the Rapalas I've used. And they're, like I said, they're not, they're not cheap. The rip stops, if you can get them to last, have a great action because they kind of, when they, they'll just stop, which is great. The fish will come up and smack them because they like that, you know, little change. Um, I have some rip stops that I use, but that's only because a lot of people use Vision One Tens now. They're becoming more available everywhere. Yeah. So if I know a ton of people are using them, I'll use the rip stop just to kind of change up, you know, so the there fish was, aren't as leery. There was a video Mike Iconelli posted last year, and he yeah. said above sixty degrees, use the shad wrap. Below sixty degrees, use the X wrap. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be. I haven't. I don't have enough experience in those to know. I need to use one over the other. I mean, this dude, Mike Iconelli, as much as, you know, I'm not a, he's a great dude. I've met him a couple of times. He's just got too much energy for people like me, Um, but he knows fishing. So there's gotta be something to that. Uh, What I can say above 60 degrees, I use a vision 110 and below 60 degrees. I use a vision 110 (laughs) and it, it works the same way. And I can, I can call five people right now on my phone and be like, Hey, jerk baits. What are you using? Vision 110. Just, just how it is, and it works. Um, yeah. 
But I do have a couple more in my box. I don't use super often. Kind of the same thing with the, you know, why I use Rapalas, mm-hmm. um, which we can jump into that. Let me see if I can get my computer to not suck. First off, have you ever used the Jackal Rearrange? That's what I'm literally getting into oh. right now. All right, let's hear it. Let's talk about it. I've never used one. Yeah, so these are the Jackal Rearranges. Um, they are super hard to find. You have to order them online. I've never found one in a store. I've never found one at an expo ever anywhere. Um, they come in a 110 and a 130 size. Just like Mega Bass and every other brand, they offer them in 4,000 colors. I have it in uh, Burgundy Shad, and then I have it in uh, uh, Silver Shad. Um, and I, they've worked for me. This, this is kind of the same thing I did with the Rapala. It's, I only do it. I only use them when I know everyone around me is using Vision One Tens. Um, I think because the action's a little bit different. Um, they have the weight transfer system. It's the TG Zero Friction. It's a little bit different than what Megabass has, but it's the same concept. The weight transfers back, so you get better longer casts. Um, the difference is in there is it has a tungsten weight on the inside. So your sound is a little tingier. Yeah. Which is why I can't remember the brand off the top of my head. I, I, I remember it now. I hate them. I think they look like trash, but they catch <laughs> so much fish. It's not even funny. The Smithwick. Oh yeah. And the, the Smithwick has, they've been catching fish since the dawn of time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when Jesus was with all the prophets and every and the apostles, he was throwing a Smithwick out there catching fish on the boat. <laughs> Be, I mean, they've been around forever. They look like baits you would get back in like, you know, like this spy bait is really cool that I got on the dark horse box, but it's that really old school style bait with the eyes mm-hmm. on top and they're touching and it doesn't look like any fish I've ever seen in my life. Smithwick the same way and it catches fish because of the sound of the bait. Mm-hmm. and the the rearrange is just like that the sound of the bait i've has brought fish up when i've thrown a 110 haven't got nothing throw a rearrange that fish decides to move and eat so i think that sounds just a little bit different hmm. yeah that's cool i i know my buddy will has thrown those but since then he doesn't throw those anymore he throws the vision 110s and the lucky crafts and that's it yeah and it's it's mostly for the simple fact that they're hard to get Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to order them. You're not finding them. Um, they're not super expensive. They're $14.99. They're about the same price as your or your uh, your pointers and whatnot. Um, yeah. And they come in the same size as the one tens, four and a third, and the one thirties, five and a tenth. And they both go four foot. Okay. They do make a deeper version, but like I said, I don't throw many deep jerks. I have them but I don't fish lakes as much as I used to. So I'm not trying to touch 10 plus feet. Cause if I do, I'm going to get hung on a rock moss or some driftwood or a tire or something stupid. <laughs> more, more, more like more than likely a tire in Ohio, a tire, a piece of rebar. <laughs> uh, there's shopping. I, I mean, I know where three cars are at, so like it's going to get stuck on something. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not bad jerk baits. Um, I don't dislike them. They work great. I just feel like they have a time and place. Like when the vision one tends not catching fish, throw a rearrange and it tends to call them up a little bit better. So, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
two cents. So those, so the three that we mentioned that you must have in your box so far: Vision One Ten, the Lucky Craft Pointer, and the Rearrange Jackal Rearrange. Yes, those are definitely a must-haves. Um, I don't have any pointers. I did for a long time, and then I just stopped using them, uh, mostly because I got the Rearrange. It kind of took the pointers place away. Interesting. Um, but it's the same concept. It's I use the Rearrange or I use the pointer. When visions weren't working, but yeah, definitely have them in the box and make sure you diversify colors. I tell people that all the time. This isn't a top water bait. You can't just throw white and black. I mean, you can, they'll get bit. Yeah. But you want to throw bait fish colors, natural colors, um, smallmouth for whatever stupid reason, like fire tiger. Yeah. See, this is the, this is the part where I always like get confused. I never know what color to get. They all look so good. I know smallmouth like bright colors. Yeah. So what I tell everybody for every bait, when you're going down the fishing aisle at Bass Pro or Cabela's or Field and Stream, or I guess you can still count dicks. They have some fishing stuff left. There'll be all these really awesome, dope looking colors. And I, I've caught myself, especially at Bass Pro, because they got like six feet of mega bass. I'll be like, dude, that's choice. I want that. And Stacy will look at it and be like, and Stacy, my wife, knows nothing of fishing, uses a Zeb or a, a Shakespeare push button, <laughs> is like, that doesn't look like any fish I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, yeah, but it looks so good. And then I have to catch them and be like, yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> the company's jobs are to sell baits. Yep. The company makes great looking colors to sell fishermen, to catch fishermen, not to catch fish. Yeah. So you want to get your natural colors. I do love a black. Black works fantastic year round. I'll catch jerkbait. I'll catch jerkbait fish in July. It can be done for everyone out there. You're cold weather bait only. You're no, you're dumb. You can do it all year round. <laughs> I do it and it works. Um, Isn't there a pro that does it too? Hank Cher- does Hank Cherry do it all year? Uh, so there's one Hank guy Cherry. out there that does it all year. I just can't remember who it is. I mean, it's the same concept of Jordan Lee throws a chatterbait every day of every year, no matter where he's at, he'll throw a chatterbait and he'll catch 47 fish. So like it's there. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's a one bait only works during the fall and winter. I mean, I've caught blade bait fish. You throw in a a blade bait in July. I mean, it happens. I think baits work better in certain times and they typically always, all these baits typically tend to work better in spring or fall. They're working better in spring or fall because the fish will eat a piece of cabbage in spring or fall because <laughs> they're eating everything. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, color wise, a black, have a black in your box for sure. I'm not a huge fan of white. Um, I, I just don't tend to get bit on like the pearls. A huh. lot of people do. A lot of people do great on them. I just that don't. was one of the so colors I, I was going to get. And like I said, there's more people who do well on them than don't do well on them. So don't let me persuade you. I have one pearl in my box and I have one Vision 110 Junior pearl. Just if no other color throws, I'll throw a white. And I don't haven't got bit on them in a year and a half. Yeah. But I'll cut it off and throw a black on. I'll get bit within five casts. Um, Match your bait fish. So like that black and chrome Vision 110 that I have. We saw on Thursday when we were walking and bank fishing a ton we saw all those bank bait fish that had like a black top with that shinier size that silver sides it matches those you want to match your hatch um, yeah because jerk baits aren't like crank baits they're not they're reaction bait but they're not at the same time they're kind of finessey um 
you're not just cranking them along and the fish is just hitting them because they're hitting them. Especially in the winter, you're, you know, my cadence pop, pop, pause, and I'll count to 10. Pop, 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 pause, and I'll count to 10, 15, 20, I'll change it up, whatever it is. That fish is nine times out of 10. You can tell when you get a, you'll pop, pop, and you'll pause, and it'll be five seconds later. That five seconds, that fish is looking at that bait yep. all the time. And fish are not stupid for everyone out there who thinks they're dumb. Some fish are stupid. <laughs> Smallmouth and largemouth, as much as I largemouth are some of the laziest fish in my opinion, they're not dumb. So if it doesn't look like something they're going to eat, unless they're starving or it's a lake that's never been touched by humans ever. And they're like, I'm just going to eat that because I don't know what it is. Yeah. If it looks weird, they're not going to go after it. Just how it is. Um, so, yeah. I was going to mention the color. So the colors that I like, I use, uh, I've used sexy shed. That's always a good color in the river. <laughs> and um, olive, olive back with like a silver body. I've had yeah, luck on it, that one. It matches the hatch. I mean, an olive back with a silver body looks like a bait fish, which is yep. what they eat. You know, largemouth especially. They're not eating a ton. And I know a lot of our listeners out there might not be, you know, strictly smallmouth like we pretty much have. I haven't caught a largemouth since consistently in like six months. But uh same here. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean it's just smallmouth unless I get a couple on the river. Um but you know, largemouth you match the hatch of their, the fish they're eating, unless you're in a heavy crawl population or something. Mm -hmm. Smallmouth are a little different. They feed on crawls, bugs, fish, other smallmouth. They eat everything. Yeah. So baby bass, baby bass works. Baby bass works great. That is yeah. a great color for every fish. Cause bass, black bass, the whole species, whether you're looking at sea bass or largemouth or mean mouth or, you know, all the other weird hybrids. Mouth, mouth, they, mouth, mouth, mean, mean, <laughs> large, large, small, large. They eat each other. They just do. Uh, they're all cannibalistic fish. So they will eat. They'll eat everything. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like I always thought that was weird. People or companies having baby bass. I'm like, so they're going to eat their own fry. <laughs> yeah so that's what's always this is another rabbit hole but i don't care because yeah. i've wanted i wanted to talk about this for a while i don't understand because i know bass are car carnivores i've watched a bass eat another bass i've watched it like sight fished it i was flipping down south flipping bass didn't care about my bait but another smaller bass came in and this big bass came out and engulfed it and ate it and Jeez. swam away that's crazy so what I'm getting at is how, 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 why do we have fry garters? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. What if they just wake weird, up and be man. like, they're not my kids anymore. I'm just going to eat them. And they just eat all of them. Like a whole ball of fries just gone. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Uh, scientists out there, Brian, if you're listening, Mr. Ohio Conservation, message me or text me why fry garters exist, yet they eat their own young. So, yeah, let me know. Because it's weird. That'd be a good episode for uh, Sean on the Noob Show. That would be Sean. Listen up. Figure out why bass are carnivoristic, but eat each other. Yeah. Like they're young and we have fry garters. That's weird. Figure it out. <laughs> Please. Oh. Uh, so the other, I was going to mention another color. Chrome with a blue back. I threw the Strike King 100 in that color and I caught quite a few fish last fall in October on it. 
Uh, th- so those, I, are, uh, those are those uh, are floating. So you got kind of kind of work them a little faster. Yeah, floating jerk baits you work a little bit faster. I like suspending jerk baits because I don't have to work them as fast. I can kind of I can work them fast or I can pause them. Yeah. Um, slow sinks only in certain times. You know, if I'm fishing real deep, I'll count down, let it get really deep, and then start working it like a deep deep crankbait. Um, the blue back with the silver sides. I think that's in most companies say that's herring. Yeah, I don't remember. I've thrown it and never had great success with it up here. I I've, I've caught redfish on it, which is weird. Um, but I've never had great success with it around here. Like I have two or three in there. I just don't use them because I've never caught fish. So now I'm going to have to try them on. It's good on it's good on a real sunny day, clear water, sunny day. Yeah. And it might be the, I don't know. I'm also going to do an, a conduct an experiment and I'll let the show know at the end of fall, I'm going to have one rod that will have a vision 110 junior on it at all times. And one rod that will have a vision 110 on it at all times, same colors. I'm going to throw it out and whichever rod catches more fish. We'll figure out if, if the size really matters or not. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but the uh the, so the Strike King 100 I wouldn't say that's a must have in your tackle box. I was just mentioning that I used it before and I did have some success but I like the pointer better. Yeah, I mean there's there's if you're on a budget, the Strike King isn't terrible. Um another bait that I'm a big fan of that is inexpensive compared to everything else we've talked about. Um I'm trying to find it so I can show everybody so I can't people aren't just thinking i'm talking uh here it is again you're not going to find them in stores but it, we live in a digital world now so just just go online and order it i'm gonna kill you oh <laughs> so is the evergreen faith evergreen faith jerkbait huh. um inexpensive and the point that it's between you know nine bucks to 15 bucks they run sales on these all the time just because they're the low man on the mar- on the totem pole um That's surprising because evergreen is not cheap they're not cheap they're usually really expensive and the regular price for these are 15.99 but you i see these on sale once a month huh. so you can always find them like and it's always the colors like everyone talks crap about iu iu is like one of the best jdm color jdm colors that's ever come out of japan this colorway is fantastic, especially for our rivers because we have creek chubs and stuff that match that perfectly. Kind of um, looks like a carp too. Yep, little baby carp. I mean, anything with that brown colorway. Um, and that's nine bucks right now, or nine eighty eight on Tackle Warehouse. <clears throat> so, I mean, you can get what, what is free shipping on Tackle Warehouse. I don't order from Tackle Warehouse anymore, to be honest with everybody, because I never get my stuff. And you know, before I have a birthday, um, yeah, I, I think it's fifty bucks maybe for free shipping. Um, or 75 if, if it's 50 bucks you get five jerk baits for 50 bucks free shipping and that's five jerk baits and it can be one of every color they're all suspending um and they'll go from you know you have your your standard oh the 85 or 87 excuse me which is three and three eighths so it's a little bit smaller it's three to five feet and then the 115 which is that standard four to four and a half inch range three to seven feet and it's perfect like you can get some 115s and work them at the three to seven foot range, wherever you want it. And you'll, you'll catch fish on them and they're inexpensive. You can get them. So it's good. I have to check those out. 
Yep. Inexpensive. They're on sale all the time. Um, one thing that Tackle Warehouse started doing this year is you can actually, when you're buying a bait, you can upgrade your treble hooks. So you can buy another set of treble hooks if you want um, and have them come with the bait so you can just pop them on. Um, but yeah. Do you, you don't ever replace any of your hooks on the other ones we mentioned, do you? Not on mega bass or jackals. I never do on pointers. I do. I do replace them. When I had my pointers, I replaced them all the time. If I remember right, those are pretty thick gauge hooks too on the pointers. They they are thick gauge hooks, and on jerk baits, I like having a thin wire hook because, like I said, a lot of times your bites or your hookups are going to come from that slap. And sometimes those fish will slap and they'll never come back because they're like, oh, that was like a rock I just hit. That must not be a fish. Or it's, I don't know what the fish are thinking, fish or fish. But with those thin wire hooks, when they smack it, it's great for one reason and bad for one reason. One reason, you're getting your hookups. Your hookup ratio is way higher. Bad reason is because you foul hook so many fish, you think you have monsters on every single time, which makes it more fun. But then you bring it back, it's like a 12-inch fish. You thought it was like a 16 or 17. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah, that's funny. Well, uh, I don't have anything else to add. So uh, the last thing I want to add, it's kind of another honorable mention. Like if you're, you know, you're wanting to stay within a budget. I've used a couple of these. I haven't used them a lot. The big reason I haven't used them a lot is because it's only a two, uh, two uh, hook bait. But it's the... Uh, I'm a, uh, the, the Flint, the flit jerk bait. Um, I've never even heard of that one. <clears throat> yeah. It's so this company is more, you see a lot of them like down South, they have a ton of saltwater stuff. Um, but these are great baits. So it comes with a three hook version, a two hook version. I only ever had the two hook version. So I wasn't a huge fan, but it does come in a three hook version now. They have great colors and they're $10.99 and that's their price all the time. So if you find them on sale, great. And they have, like I said, fantastic colors you can get. Um, Ima does a lot of shiny, like glitty stuff, like their ghost sunfish. It looks, you know, it's see-through and it doesn't have the weight transfer system, but again, you're, you're saving money. So you're not going to get all the same stuff. Yeah. Um, but everything they have, it catches light really well, so it glints really well. Um, and then they have this, for example, is the catch fisherman color. Yeah. <laughs> it looks good. People are like, oh, that's cool. I'm sure it catch some fish, but you'll have better options or better luck with more natural stuff. Um, but yeah, the I'm a flit is another great option for if you want to save some money and get them for 10 bucks a pop, you get five or six of them, 50, 60 bucks, and you have basically five, six jerk baits for five or six different situations, depending on color you want to throw. So it works out. Well, there you go. Easy peasy. But yeah, that's all I really have. Um, yeah. Short and sweet episode. I mean, more or less to the point, this is my favorite technique. There is if, I mean, I love jig th fishing. I do. It catches fish. I would go a whole year just on jerk bait and get three fish <laughs> every week just to, Jerkbait fishing is so fun because every time it you're reeling fun, them in, they dude. they fight really awesome, mostly because they're super surprised when they get hooked because they think they're eating a real fish and they're not. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I I had a couple fish last year. They about ripped the rod out of my hands when they hit it. That's fun. Yep. It, it gets that, that bait fish profile so good. 
that it's almost like I don't know, man. They just uh, they just hammer it. I can't I don't I can't explain it. It's just awesome. So and they yep. sound great. Yep. <laughs> That's all we got. That's it. Nice, easy, sweet show, especially after last week. Brad, you weren't here, but we had a two-hour show. Uh, super long. But, you know, it was a good show. So I know. I got to listen to it. I haven't listened to a show in a while, so I'm going to make sure I listen to that one. Well, you weren't there. It's kind of like I can't listen to our shows because I can't yep. stand the sound of my own voice. I'm sure some people can agree. They don't like my voice either. But I can't, I can't stand your voice. I can't stand your face. Mm. That's all good. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but all right guys that's it from us um get on them fall fishing's here don't miss it your family will be there when you're done yeah Go buddy fish. and don't spend all your money in one place thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on paddle and finn be sure to drop a five-star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.